0: That's Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at That'sQuestionable.com, That's Questionable podcast on Instagram, or at question one on Twitter. Hey, welcome to That's Questionable, the podcast. Uh, Jim here with my friends Nathan and David. How's everybody doing? Doing well. Good.
1: Really good. Glad to hear it. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good.
2: Still recuperating from the fiasco that was the Titans Jets game this past weekend. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, that wasn't good.
2: Yeah. 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 Unless you're a Jets fan.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think I I do not think there's two people that I do not think make good NFL quarterbacks. One's Zach Wilson, the other one's uh Mac Jones. Really? Yeah. I think mm. those two do not make good NFL quarterbacks. I think I'm making a prediction right here on That's Questionable that in four years, neither one of them will be starting. They'll be backup quarterbacks at the best.
2: Mm. Or they'll be starting for the Titans. <laughs>
1: uh, that was funny.
2: Yeah, it was. I like that. Although I do like Ryan Tannehill, but we digress. Yeah. As do the Titans. Is it?
1: Is it – he doesn't have – is the offensive line – is he oh, getting time to throw?
2: They're horrible. I mean, everybody don't want to hear about this, but it kind of <laughs> does sync with our with our uh, subject of tonight.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Their offensive line is horrible. So wow. anyway, <laughs> I'm
0: sure we've just <laughs> <Right>. clicked. <laughs> well, and Nathan <laughs> went out on a limb and made a
1: prediction. Yep, yeah, made a prediction. So um, <clears throat> some might say I'm prophesying that. Mm-hmm. But I'll keep it at a prediction. Okay. If it doesn't come true,
2: then you get stoned.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Is that legal?
0: Yeah. Um, In some states. (laughs) It
2: is in some states. Mm.
0: Well, there there was some dead air.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Jim, you have a question. I do
0: have a question. Um, The question is, what the hell... (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Um, um or more maybe more accurately, uh what's with hell? Yeah. You know, maybe let's let's have a discussion about hell tonight.
2: Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. It sounds very lively. Yeah.
1: Or dead. They're rich. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: It's very hot in here though, but yeah. whatever.
1: Actually I I I I don't know. What talks amongst yourselves. Yeah.
0: Okay. David thought, what's what's your what's your opening thought on hell? Um
2: I think of a pastor screaming from the pulpit mm. about people going to hell if they don't accept Jesus. Yeah. Uh that's that's what I think of. And there's only one way to not go to hell and that's Jesus. So yeah. you know whenever whenever i um deconstructed my faith hell was trying to assess hell was probably the worst part of it, it was just the thought that um there's a lot of fear there when I mean, you've heard that your entire life that that you know if i give up that belief in jesus then uh, i'm going to go to hell That that was tough, I mean, when that's been drilled into you your whole life. Yeah. I mean, up until recently, you know, that that still, there was a little part of me that, well, when I say recently, I'd say over the last, you know, two years, but um, that still gnawed at me a little bit was, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm wrong about all that? And um, because nobody, even Christians, beside what, despite what they say, nobody has a total certainty of what they believe. Everybody says they do, or a lot of people say they do, but I know Christians say that, but they really don't. Very few of them do. Otherwise, they'd behave differently. Uh, Proof is in the action. Mm, But good point. Yeah, but um, but hell, hell's I think hell is a is a pretty good threat against people. It's worked for a couple of thousand years
1: yeah so i think there's a couple different things we need we could talk about is is uh is hell even in the bible
0: the concept that we're familiar with
1: the concept that we're familiar with um yeah is that um and then second of all um, um is you know would a god that is all knowing and all loving you know, create and institute a form of eternal punishment. And I know we can branch off and go into nihilism. You know, once you die, or are you gone? Or do you go into punishment? Or Catholicism, you know, they believe that maybe you can be prayed out of purgatory. There's tons of different versions of it because yeah, I that's think that's a moneymaker, too. Yeah, that's right. You can pay. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the Vatican was uh, built off of, uh, you know, Chant people Insel. paying to get out of hell. Um. But um, so I think there's a lot there. But I mean, I think for most people, with who we're talking to and who are li- who is listening to this, you know, is eternal torment, hell, or you know, are people who don't believe um, the exact thing they need to believe uh, going to be punished for eternity? Right. Is this a good thing to believe in?
0: Yeah. And and who determines what that exact thing to believe in is.
1: Yes. And I tried to say it like that to realize that, I mean, you can ask 10 different Christians and kind of get 10 different answers.
0: Yeah. On what's needed to avoid hell. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it is confusing. I thought it was interesting, David. Uh, I, um, you, you, It was, it, it was your, your concept or your belief in Jesus that was, was fading faster than your belief in hell. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I thought, and with the, with them tied together, but, but I I think that's interesting. My experience was quite the opposite. I mean, I was done with hell way, you know, I, I had no problem losing hell and still clinging to Jesus. Yeah you know, in some form, maybe, maybe not the form that, that I had been taught, uh, my entire life, but just the concept, uh, like, like we talk about all the time of, of love. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and like you pointed out, Nathan, it's, it, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah. it, it makes no sense, uh, For me to believe that I'm loved by a superior being, but only if I perform something that's really undefinable.
1: Well, and what's interesting, if you boil it down to what uh, a lot of evangelical Christians would believe is they go, oh, well, no, God still loves you in the midst of casting you into hell. But unfortunately, you know, justice has determined that that's what needs to happen. As if God is somehow held to a standard, a <clears throat> standard that could never be changed. You know, it's like uh, in you know, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say here. Well, if he yeah.
2: he's he if he's the creator, yeah, he could create a different rule. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the rules by which uh, billions of people are sent to hell for eternity, mm-hmm. uh, and a smaller subset of that, or not subset of that, but a smaller group of people are able to go to eternal glory and be with them. Uh, man, that seems like a flawed system to me. Yeah, absolutely. Think that, it does. That whatever that ratio is between the two, which nobody will ever know. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, it just seems like a pretty failed plan to me.
1: Yeah. So the Old Testament kind of describes. Some of the things, you know, Matthew has, what, four different references to weeping and gnashing of teeth, which, you know, if pretty much every Bible scholar out there that's worth anything will say, well, that's actually was a metaphor for where they actually burned the trash outside of the city of Jerusalem, you know, which, which was a, you know, disgusting, smelly, tragic, you know, picture to go of suffering, you know, um, you know, and I think in every instance, the weeping and gnashing in teeth is always going, you know, if you're wrestling with your sin or wrestling with, you know, the, the results of um, <clears throat> being a horrible person, I don't know, I want to say it differently, but those are the words that are coming out. That that you could that you would find yourself suffering. You know, if you if you lie to people, you'll find yourself suffering. If you mistreat other people, you'll find yourself suffering. If you you know if you do all of these, whatever the list could be, that we've been in a gnashing of teeth, you could find yourselves in the midst of this, in the midst of um, um, all of this. So. um but it's interesting how evangelicalism over the last thirty to forty years, or maybe longer, longer ago than that, but has well, well a lot longer ago than that has taken those verses and has talked about that that is the flames of hell, eternal p- torment, eternal punishment. You know where you will never have any relief. So we- they they
2: weaponized it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But. It's, but it's safe to say that those verses were never intended to ever be used yeah. like
0: that. Yeah. Good point. yeah. It's effective, you know, very, very it effective. Is effective. Uh, it is um, probably the most effective tool for controlling people. Yeah. Um, You know, getting donations, keeping people coming, butts in the seats.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if you if you really want to there's some books out there that of some scholars that can tell you break down the you know, the Old Testament, New Testament, different language uh you know, what certain words meant in the original language and that kind of stuff and you know, those people can break down all that. I think I approach it more from a logical standpoint that um I I just I find it to be a, a failed experiment that I'm going to create beings. Say if I did that and I, I had a lab and I created beings through my own, you know, creative power. And then I give them a, a fairly cryptic message that was actually written in a different language than what they could actually read. And then if they don't do what that book says then I'm going to punish them. And if they don't believe in that book, then I'm going to take those created people and I'm going to put them in fire and watch them burn to death. But I'm going to make them to where they can't actually burn to death. I'm going to give them immortal bodies where they can burn forever and feel the pain forever. That sucks. Mm I mean, (laughs) I'm like... That that is, uh, I don't even know what to compare that to because there's nothing, there's nothing even close on Earth that's happened. Even the horrible things that have happened on Earth, where people were tortured forever.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing in comparison to that. Yeah yeah and i'm i mean throwing uh, that having that concept with an all powerful all knowing all loving uh creator that's where the logic goes out the window but mm-hmm. I, I could uh you know having god made in the image of man uh i could see men doing that very thing yeah. you know i could see i know i know people that that uh would call themselves, you know, very godly men, pastors who, who have treated people that way. If they could punish them, they've talked about praying for eternal punishment for people. Like they're, they want to put it on folks that, uh, that are either in opposition to them or, are or making their, their life a little more difficult, you know, pointing out the inconsistencies and things like that. And you know, so it's its origins uh seem easy to trace.
2: Yeah, you know, and we we have a good example here. I'm not gonna mention names, but we have a pastor that put out a video and explained pregatory prayer. We we talked about that in our last episode and uh and he, he's praying that things will happen and people will be judged all this kind of stuff. And then since that's come out, he's lost his church. <laughs> he uh, has had serious health problems, and has kind of vanished off the scene pretty much because he he just had kind of a, a breakdown of some sort, either a physical or emotional or both. And I sit there and go, "Gosh, it's funny how you were praying that all this happened to everybody else, and then it happens to you." And then the other example is we were talking before we started about about the whole um, Remnant Church thing on HBO. And and she had very much a judgment type mentality on people, and yet mm-hmm. her and her husband and her son in law died in a plane crash. Was that judgment? You know, because they weren't living the right way, or is it? You know, God just judged their the time way was up.
1: Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's. It, and so much of it boils down to interpretation and uh, and uh, scripture and Old Testament, New Testament concepts that are in there, and uh, and as you pointed out, great great books that you can find, and and uh, and maybe we'll post some uh, for you to look at and and follow up on. But uh, I, I noticed uh, a local church uh, had changed their. Uh, statement of faith. Um, I don't know when, but, uh, and it, rather than saying that they believed that the, that the Bible was the inerrant word of God, which is, which is how you've heard it usually, mm-hmm. uh, they had changed it to, uh, we believe that scripture is the inerrant word of God in the original texts, which when you think about it,
1: nobody has those means nothing i mean it's like what it's not like there
0: was a single original text ever yeah it's at the museum of the bible and uh, and, ho- un- and, yeah. and and
2: it's also available at hobby lobbies or around the <laughs>
0: I mean, it's just like I mean, what does that even mean? What are you trying to say? And and more importantly, what are you trying to avoid saying? It's like it's like you are covering all your bases yes. with a statement that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. So if you find inconsistencies in scripture, you can say, "Oh, well, that's not the original text." And then, you know, you say, "Well, there is no original text, and, yeah. and there never was," uh, you know, in in in, in a put together form. Yeah. Uh, it it's just really makes no sense to me. It's like, what in the world are you thinking?
2: Yeah, they have mm-hmm. a little piece of John that that is like uh, the Book of John. That's like eighty years after, or hundred years after they thought it was written. And it's the size of a credit card. Well, We had John from hundred years after it was written. You you have a little thing of John in a in a in a ancient language that. That these pastors that say that about the original text, even if we had the original text, they couldn't read it. Right. I mean, they they don't read, even though they have a, a Strong's uh, reference, you know, they, they can't read it. You know, they, they they love to go back and say this word means this, this word means that. They look it up the same way we do. They use Sword or Strong's or whatever, and then they, you know, they can then cite a, a Greek word and and that the the surest way to get people in line is to threaten them with a punishment. Eternal punishment. It's just like you do with your kids. The the you know, usually the best way to, to get them to do what they're supposed to do is say, if you don't do this, then this will happen.
1: Yeah.
2: It's the punishment. That's the way humans are wired.
1: It is. It is. And and I want to bring back the thing to justice because I've heard many many Christians talk about the idea of
0: justice. Who, who's the apologist now?
1: The apologist. Oh, Jeez, yeah. man. Let me apologize. <laughs> yeah. Here. Um, but um, don't take offense. But go yeah. ahead. Hey, I'm not stepping on anybody's toes here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, I was the end times guy. Yeah, no. But um, yeah. The, uh, but justice is a big thing too that people use, like going, "Hey, that justifies God being this horrible being that's going to annihilate people." Because guess what, justice, you know, ju- uh, you know, um, sin has to be punished. So who came up with that? Yeah, who came up with the idea that sin has to be punished?
2: that? Why does that have to be punished that way?
1: Well, that yeah, that's ex- that's a great question. Yeah. So and it, and so now you you know you write things down in a book a way a long time after, uh, you know things have happened, and you're supposed to pass this message down from generation to generation to generation, and uh, in the concepts of going, you need to understand this to be justified, so that you will not be. You know, punished uh, for eternity. I mean, first of all, if God had a way to not punish people, would God not do that? All yeah. people. I'm not right. talking about believing something.
2: Well, he's all-knowing, you know? so you'd and think then, you'd be able to
1: think of that. That's right. He's all-knowing. And second of all, why is human sacrifice the one way to pay for the sins and be justified? Like, why mm. does a human being have to die? to pay to be to be that well i mean obviously we know that human sacrifice was a big thing back when a lot of these things were being written you know and before that and of course we know that you know a lot of the hebrew scriptures were influenced by earlier the sumerian texts and things like that but but so but if you keep going forward so if god can sit there and see somebody who doesn't believe the right thing to be justified. So now their sins need to be punished through eternal torment. And he has the ability to then change that, but he will sit and watch that. So if God is all-knowing and omnipresent, then God is, is eternally watching people be tormented forever. That mm-hmm. He's watching the anguish and doing nothing about it. You know, yeah. why is this something good to believe in? Yeah. You know, this is not a good thing. Because if is, you
2: don't, you go to hell and you burn. W- That's why you, you it's good to believe in. Because if you don't, sure. you do
1: Yeah, absolutely. Burn. But like I'm sitting here challenging people beyond oh, yeah. that, you know, right. going, going, do you not see the flaw in, the flaw yeah, right. in this? Because it does go back to I think, what you're saying. Jump out
0: of the circular reasoning. Jump yeah. out of
1: it, you know, because it is meant, fear is meant to coerce. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't. We can't get past it. You can't get past that God will sit and watch people suffer for eternity within this understanding.
2: Not only that, they'll be thrown into the lake of fire.
1: Mm
2: I don't know who's doing the throwing.
1: That's the second death.
2: (laughs) You're right, but that's still burning forever, right? That's that's just a different kind of heat, or. Yeah. And I know some people will be offended by kind of the casualness that we um that we're, we're talking about this, but to us it, it just doesn't make sense anymore.
1: Um Yeah, it's a, pro- it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a it's an archaic way of thinking. You know, in my opinion, um to think that um you know, pun- you know, punishment for sin is you know, is how God operates. I mean, I'm just saying, I think that that's a a man-made construct of the mind. I mean, you know, there's no indication, there is no indication that God operates like that. People just have come to think that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, once again, creating God in man's image. You know, that's the way I am, so... God must be that way. That's right. Yeah, it it really, it, it, it's, I don't know if I'm certain, you know, there's a few things I'm certain of, uh, but, and, and I would, I don't know that I'd go so far as to use that word, but I'm not concerned about hell at all. You know, people will say, well, what if you're wrong? You know? Which is what I thought.
2: Yeah. What yeah. if I'm
0: wrong? Yeah. Yeah. What if you're wrong? It's like, well... It the the chances of that are just so slim. The, (laughs) what uh, the thing the thing that I would be fearful of if I were you, those trying to convince me, is that you're right. Yeah. You know, if if you're right, oh my gosh, because uh, once again, whose definitions? Who's defining this sin? Who's defining this uh, this bar that you've got to, to, uh, jump over, uh, to avoid hell. Cause it's different everywhere. You know, it's pretty low in a lot of places. It's pretty high in other places. Um, there's no consistency in it whatsoever. It, it floats around and it, it's uh, pretty convenient to whoever's doing the finger pointing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's not only is it, do you have to believe in the Bible, you have to believe in my interpretation of the Bible. Right. The way I say it. Yeah.
0: The so, way yeah. if
2: if I say that, well, there's only one true church, and that's this church, unless you believe in what we teach, you're going to hell, then you get a pretty small yeah. you know
0: yeah. Fred Phelps. Yeah. And, I, and I I I never understood it necessarily <laughs> to be that you have to believe in the Bible to avoid hell. Or to to go into heaven, it was you know it was more specific about uh, uh, about Jesus's death on the cross. It was the mm-hmm. the the atonement of of sin that that I that I thought of. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't thinking that I needed to believe the entire Bible or yeah. any of that. But it is
1: interesting how people walk things back a little bit, and like you know, you go, well, yes, you have to believe that. Um, you know that death on the cross was an atonement for sin. Okay. Well, well, great. Okay, that's a that's a one level. The second level would be well, you had to believe that Jesus was a sinless, spotless white lamb. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you had to do that. Well, well, who what could give birth to a sinless and spotless lamb? Well, Mary. She so she had to be a virgin, you know, even though we know that that word didn't mean virgin in that translation so it's like it's it's how we continue to keep adding layers to that to go well if you don't believe Mary was a virgin then you obviously don't believe that Jesus was sinless then you obviously don't believe that Jesus paid for the you know it's like you kind of we, we love to put things around that but your point is well taken that it's not about believing the whole Bible it's about believing the central thing of atonement but we love to add on to how do you know you actually believe in the atonement and then they they start putting layers on outside right. that.
2: Well a great example right. of that is Catholicism. There's there's very conservative parts of Catholicism that believes that not only was Jesus born a virgin of a virgin, but so was Mary.
1: Oh really? Yeah, they oh, venerate
2: wow. her as that's why they call her the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Is because they believe that she was born from a virgin as well. And yeah. so Was that person born of a virgin? That's the question. Yeah. Well,
0: and how does, uh, you know, I, so I guess they're, they're looking at original sin side note here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're saying that, that, uh, yeah, that because of original sin, had she not been a virgin, there would have been, or was, was it just because she wasn't married? Hmm.
1: You know, I don't, I don't even really, I don't even really know because at some point in time, the logic falls apart. You know, I mean, you know, but they, uh, I don't even know how to answer that. Okay. I don't even know how to answer
0: that. That, Well, that's not surprising. I didn't really even know how to ask it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah. But, you know, but, you know, but it's funny how that if you go, if you get far enough out, I mean, I think we've all heard this. Well, if you don't believe the Bible is in the inerrant word of God, then you obviously aren't saved. Oh my God! See gosh. how it got that far out, right? Yeah, it's yeah. because it's layer after layer after layer after layer, and the next yeah. thing you know, you're going, you're using the the flames of hell to fear people into believing that the Bible is a hundred percent correct and there's nothing wrong with it,
0: right? Mm. Yeah, and then you take it, you know. Ultimately, uh, you know, it's his. If you don't believe what I say, <laughs> that's right. Then yeah. you're going to hell. Yeah. Let's yeah. just. I, how many, how many gatekeepers do we have?
2: Yeah, that's yeah, right. well, and why is it so many times the people that say that are I mean, let's just, we say it every week, are horrible people. I mean, it's like, yeah. you're saying that and you're, I don't know if anybody's seen the the video, it's been on Right Wing Watch a couple of days about the, about the guy who's at the Kenneth Copeland thing and he's, <laughs> and one of the other preachers, and they're kind of in a circle and they're talking about the blessings of God and all this kind of stuff, and and he said, you know, this guy came up to me and he said, uh, you're a millionaire. And he said, no, I'm not. He said, you're a millionaire. He said, no, I'm not. You had multi, multi-millionaire. And, and it's like, why? And he said, that felt a little fleshy, but it felt so good. And it's like, <laughs> you're the guy going to be telling everybody else <laughs> that they're going to hell? Yeah, I don't think that if the Jesus of the Bible or what people preaches the Bible mm-hmm. was really he didn't have a home he didn't have a place to lay his head and you're in a $3,000 suit telling everybody you know I'm a multimillionaire and bragging about it while people are literally starving and you're <clears throat> taking money that people need to eat well your sins are tithes.
1: atoned your sins are yeah. atoned if you give at least $1,000
2: well one. that's the other thing he was saying is, is <laughs> if you want to see Jesus come back you got to give that's what he was saying and so and what happens when Jesus comes back bunch of people get killed and slaughtered and, and it's it's basically World War Z. I mean it's gonna be just crazy.
1: Yeah. That's a great movie by the way. You ever oh, yeah. seen that movie? Yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, that's a good movie. I like that.
2: Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna say this. I should have I,
2: said World War Omega. That
1: that would that yeah, would have been better. Yeah. Okay. Hey, maybe we could Zeta, get, that's what we should get Kirk Zeta. Cameron on. Yeah. He could talk about uh Left Behind series. Yeah, I don't
2: the movies I, that I, was. I I just what I would tell you is, if the day Mike Seaver is on this Mike Seaver? I will not be on the podcast.
1: Really? You yeah. didn't like growing pains? Oh, God, no. Uh-uh. Show me that smile. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Either.
2: Yeah, no. Sorry. No, thank you. <laughs> like that city <laughs> in Texas, El Paso.
1: <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. I'm going to have to put some reverb on that. Yeah. Uh, but um, anyways, I'm going to say, uh, you know, I don't think there's any proof. And I'd love for you guys to respond to this. I don't think there's any proof in the Bible or in reality of itself that hell is a thing. It doesn't – I don't believe it. it I, I don't see why it, it would exist. You know, It doesn't serve a purpose. Hell does not serve a purpose outside of the concepts of evangelical fear.
0: Yeah, religion.
1: Religion. It doesn't serve a purpose. There's no reason why it would ever exist
2: there's a lot of scholars that would agree with you and they're looking at that text and saying the way that especially the evangelical church fundamentalist church uh, interprets that just is not true Yeah, I agree and you're talking people that are actually reading and you'll have some crazies like Michael Brown and people like that that say it's not that way but, but yeah but you know uh, I, I just I don't it's hard to believe surely if there was hell people like Jerry Falwell Jr. would already be sent there.
1: I mean it's just like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. and it goes back to our previous conversation where you know I think the you know the devil you know or the Satan I think is just purely the personification of 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 how we treat people you know but you know hell is you know again I think hell is just imagery of where we find ourselves living when we continue to be horrible human beings to other people.
2: Well, if you really believe in that orthodox evangelical Christianity, which I know is probably a oxymoron, but, uh, <laughs> but you, you really believe that, that Anne Frank and Hitler are both burning in hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. She had to probably be burned here or tortured here and— uh, in, in a in a mm-hmm. concentration camp and then and then she's just a sweet little girl and but she's in hell mm-hmm. the guy the guy who put her well, there that created the final solution is there beside her
1: hey man the, you know the the uh, the apologetics what about the age of accountability she was like 14 oh okay she just missed it yeah no it, yeah
2: <laughs> I think when you're 14 14 okay i didn't know yeah, i, I did not know i
1: mean people love to argue over that one yeah. that's a good one
2: well, okay. Let's let's just say my her, kids are great. So let's just say her parents. No. Let's just say yeah. her parents. Then that yeah. that they you know everything that's written about them is they are they were they love their kids, love their family. Yeah. I mean, did their best to protect them, and and now they're they're bringing hell with the same guy that that pushed the final solution. It's like yeah. how is that, that? That Christians always like to say that God is all about justice. He's justice. You, you can't be if if you're if you're perfect and you and you're merciful you have to have justice go along with that well that's not justice i'm sorry maybe there's maybe it's like dante's inferno maybe there's different levels of hell but that that was not that's not the bible
1: <laughs> no it's not and again that's the that's the, just the human mind going well maybe these people don't need to be punished as much as these people and who was
2: at the lowest <laughs> level of dante's who i don't know the pope
1: oh really yeah
2: no oh. Hmm. He didn't like the Pope.
1: Hmm. Are all the Popes there, or just the, the, the um, one that one? You know? Um,
2: I think that, like, 23 of them are.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well.
2: The rest of them are in purgatory. Oh.
1: Yeah. yeah. So. Nobody's paying Are they, paying to get are them they waiting for people to pray for them out of purgatory? I don't
2: know what they're doing. <sighs> they may be waiting for indulgences where they can get little money in the coffers.
1: Mm. So I'm asking this now, what freedom comes or does freedom exist? If you go, I choose not to believe that I choose to, or I don't see that hell is a thing. And so therefore that's what I choose to believe. What good comes of that?
0: Well, I think first and foremost, uh, there's, a you can get rid of a lot of fear, mm-hmm. you know, eternal fear. Um, you don't have to worry about it. I, I think we may have even said it in, in the last episode that, you know, uh, how many people are religious, how many people perform these religious functions simply because they are trying to avoid going to hell, trying to, uh, appear that they're avoid avoiding going to hell. I mean, uh, you know, we don't have to look very far to to feel and, and, and realize how much of that we, uh, lived and performed. Um, you know, even, even a small amount was, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, in very real ways, denying ourselves, denying who we are. Uh, in order to be pleasing to, uh, those that, that are, are setting the rules. Hmm. So
2: that's a great point.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's that there's, there's the, the freedom to, to be yourself. There's the freedom to think outside the box. There's the freedom to, uh, just realize, Hey, wait, wait a minute. Things that I, that didn't make sense to me, um, are, are so much easier to understand when you take away these contradictions. Um, and, and, uh, I'll say it once again, uh, if there's a God, uh, which, which is kind of the root of, of so many of our discussions, um, that is a big problem. Yeah. You know, that is a huge problem for, for that to me. It's like, yeah, if, if, if hell's real, then don't talk to me about a a god, a loving god.
1: That's right. <clears throat> That's right. I wish more people would think that way.
0: Yeah. Well, and fortunately more and more are.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I think what what you were saying that freedom and just the peace of of just not having to perform. Did you ever finish the the good place? I still have not finished it. Okay, then I won't say that. But I would urge you to finish that. Okay. It's a fantastic Mm -hmm. show. Uh, And it's almost like it was written by somebody who has the same questions we do. And how do you create a a world that, you know, really makes more sense? And uh, it just deals with some pretty, pretty heady issues in a very funny way. Um, I just, I just think, to, to me, it's it's the peace and not thinking that, um, you know, if you want to get, let's get into Paul or, or some of the other apostles, and you start thinking, well, gosh, Jesus always tells you, or the Bible always tells you that you're, you're weak and you're, you're a wretch and that you're sinful and, you know, if you. If you um, do something bad, it's your fault. But if you do something good, God gets the glory for it. And when you start thinking in terms of, well, gosh, he made me this way. And despite what a lot of evangelical churches teach, it's not about grace and faith. It's about works. Yeah, it always has been. And according to the Bible, our works are like filthy rags. So... You'll never get off the, the hamster wheel.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so that's, that's what to me is that saying, you know what, I'm not going to believe in that anymore. It's getting off the hamster wheel and just resting and, and just trying to, you know, just realize there's a whole world out there that if you're not controlled by that, then you can really start, you know, living a life that yeah. you can actually enjoy.
0: That and actually being, actually, being a good person. Yeah, yeah
2: and actually being a person, yeah. instead yeah. of somebody that is enslaved to uh, a doctrine that is just horrific on the on the face of it. Gosh, you can, if you, if you really study some of these cult leaders and uh, man, they they start out and they're talking about some of the stuff we're talking about, and yeah, and they lead them, uh, you know. I don't know. I mean, Jim, that's why Jim Jones started out. He wasn't that crazy. He was speaking a message that, was, that a lot of people identified with, but there was always that Armageddon. Mo- he started preaching Armageddon and hell and all this kind of stuff. That's when he got everybody, you know, to do, to move down to South America and eventually kill themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just, I know that's an extreme example, but I don't know how extreme it really is. If somebody had the ability to do that, some of these leaders, they would do that. If it, if it, But the problem is it involved them leaving their mansions to go someplace that's hot, but they don't have air conditioning. So that probably won't happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't think there's any. I think think evangelical pastors, and this is, you know, I'm totally lumping people together because I think there are people who want to be just good people. And, you know, sorry about this when I say this, but, you know, evangelical pastors are literally a half a step away from Jim Jones. They just haven't taken that final step yet. But that's the, that is the progression of believing that way. I mean, if the pastor doesn't turn into Jim Jones, then they believe Jesus is the Jim Jones because they all go to where Jesus is. They all get raptured up and go to a place that they all live together and they all become this one small group and everybody is, you know, everybody's on the outside. So, you know um, evangelicalism, n- the natural progression is to be a cult. Yeah. It illiter- it, it has to be, you know? Um, uh, well,
0: and the, and the bigger an organization gets the, the more, um, the more pressure there is on the ego of the leader. I yes. mean, it's, it's just, it, it, it's right. unavoidable. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't be worshiped. You know, if you're looking for truth in scripture, uh, That's one, (laughs) you know, the Bible is very clear that you, you, you cannot be worshiped. You, you know, a, a man cannot have people constantly complimenting and looking up to and thinking grandiosely about him without destroying the man. Yeah. He, he, and, and when, when the man is in the process of destruction, he Is going to burn everything around him down, Mm -hmm. and you know that's just natural. It's I'm taking everybody with me.
1: Yeah, no, and and how many times Mm -hmm. have we seen that? Yeah,
0: yeah, many times, many, many, many,
2: and because so many of those people have absolute power, right? Has absolute power, no accountability.
1: Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Yeah. So, and the key to keeping that power, enforcing that power, is. Is based off of the threat of hell. Yeah, fear. The fear, the yeah. threat of hell, fear, and that's why if you go, yeah, I, man, hell doesn't make sense to me. Hell doesn't seem to have any foundation or purpose in life whatsoever. And you go, I'm just going to let it go. It's that the, the those religious holds that are on you, based off of fear, now for the first time in your life, have a chance to be broken and let and, and yeah. fade away. You know, right. There's absolute freedom in knowing you don't have to worry if yeah. if you're going to go to hell or not. Yeah. There's freedom in that.
0: Yeah. So, so, so uh, I guess the, I, I don't want to say final question or final, uh, concept of that is, okay, well, so why, why does it appear to be so attractive to people? Why do people flock to it and, and have for centuries and, and we're getting right back to, to where we land so often. It's because it makes me better. It's that thing. I'm going to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we've been talking about hell, but the, the, the flip side there is, you know, I am not going to hell. Yeah, You are going to hell. I am. I'm special. And I can so tell
2: you, I can tell you how not to go to hell, mm-hmm. but you have to believe what I think.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 I have the solution. Yeah. Which makes you better. Yeah. Than Everyone else, yeah. we're special. Uh, w- which is, uh, you know, and if we're special, then our leader must really be special. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this vicious circle that that we yeah. fall back into uh, of of self.
1: It, it, and it is, and sorry, and and you know, we're kind of. I'm trying to. We're we're tying this a little bit to our last episode because there is a little bit of crossover, but. You know, again, we mentioned Rene Girard last time, and if you if you could look him up and study him and read some of his books, great, you would be a better human being for it. But um, um, it's interesting that that the, the you know the satanic is you accusing is he's the, the, the satanic is the accuser uh, is the is you're accusing, so you take on the satanic when you start to accuse other people. And I think the very act of telling somebody that they're going to hell is purely accusation. Is an accusation. Yes. That the, it's the satanic that tells people that they're going to hell. Yeah. That's I a good just, point. I just think that that's, that's huge yeah. because, yeah. because the, the, the opposite of that would be can you get to a point in your life where you never accuse people and that would be godly.
0: Um, That would be spiritual
1: enlightenment. Um, however you want to say it, um, you know, moving to the next level that you could constantly look at people with compassion and not accuse them and
0: forgiveness, forgiveness rather than justice or judgment. That's right. Nathan, that was so well
2: put. I thought I was listening to Glennon Doyle.
1: I actually don't know who that is. Who's Glennon Doyle? Oh,
2: she's got one of the most popular. And I'm being that seriously, and that's she has one of the most popular podcasts.
1: We should have her on. She's written
0: some wonderful books. She has, yeah, yeah, but that's she does not have time for us.
1: (laughs) Hey, it's Glennon. Yep, Glennon Glennon. Glennon Doyle. If you would like to come on the podcast, just reach out to. Well, you'll hear everything at the end of the yeah. episode.
2: But I meant that you know? as a compliment because because one thing <laughs> she does is sum up things really well, and you really sum things up really well, well at
1: that time. You know. so. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, she's, that. She's thank a wonderful much. lady. I'll have to listen to Miss yeah. Doyle. Mrs. Doyle? Yeah. Miss Doyle. Ms. 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 Doyle. Ms. Doyle. Yeah.
2: Glennon yeah. Doyle. Glennon
1: Doyle. Glennon Doyle. Okay. All
2: right. I don't know what her...
1: Marital what status per- is.
2: I do know what her marital status is, but I don't know what she prefers to be called.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So
2: we'll
0: just call her by her name.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what the hell? Just, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Freedom. Just, yeah. man, get it. Yeah. Find it. Yeah. Do everything you can to to get out of uh, religion. Mm-hmm.
2: And if somebody says you're an apostate and you're going to hell, you're probably on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> have a, have a nice day.
1: Would we get, would we get in trouble if we played highway to hell as probably. the outro on this? Or, yeah, uh,
2: I probably, that's probably not a good deal. Good deal. Well, we're not
1: making any money off of this. So right. I mean, we can't say a claim we're using it to make a profit.
0: Well, yeah. that's true.
2: Maybe just Hell's Bells. Maybe Hell's something. Bells. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah.
1: yeah, we could
2: do that. Yeah. Well A C D C action. <laughs> you guys yeah. remember
1: sorry, I know you're trying to end this and it's just so funny, but you do you remember the uh, old um, Hells Bells the video series where you know it talked about, you know, satanic music. Oh you yeah. Watched yeah, yeah, it. yeah. You, I watched yes. it in youth group yes. when I was in, mm-hmm. in I junior high in high school. It was called Hells Bells and then I think there was another Episode called Hell's Bells Two, and it was it was going back to the, you know Led Zeppelin, sixties, seventies, you know ACDC, all these different the Beatles it bands, the Beatles. backwards, yeah. But it talked about how it was rock and roll was the devil's music and the influence that it's had on you know you know American, well, not just American culture, but culture all over the world. And the, you know Christians are revolting, going this is this is this is how the devil is taking hold of people. That was the whole kind of premise of that. It was through music. And I remember one day we were sitting there at church. It was a youth group on a Sunday morning, and they were watching this video. And Guns N' Roses was because it was the first one was older bands, the second one was okay, we've got some newer bands we need to point out. We're watching this, and Guns N' Roses is on there. And they're in the while they're talking about the band, the, the video of Paradise City's on there, and a bunch of kids in the classroom started singing the song. <laughs> Take me down. On, and the youth leader stopped it and was just like and started ripping into everybody because they were singing this. You're like, Isn't that Paradise City? It's a great song, it's catchy, mm-hmm. that's why they wrote it. Was yeah. this
0: video, uh, saying that that they were saying that, Hell was paradise. Take me down yeah, to Paradise probably. City. probably. I mean, but Who they knows?
1: definitely thought that uh, you know Guns and Roses was the work of the devil.
0: Now, was that the same? Uh, was that the same video that said that the demon that possessed uh, Bon Scott was the same demon that possessed Brian Johnson?
1: Probably. I mean, it, yeah. I, it's been yeah. so long since I've seen them, but that sounds exactly. And, once,
2: and once the demon got really old, it it went into uh, Kanye. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Trump. Well, I
0: mean, they would say, "Look, it's the same voice. He, he sounds exactly the same." Yeah, uh, Scott and Brian all Johnson, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's wacky. Yeah. Um, it just
2: reminds me of the church lady. <laughs> say, <you know. laughs> is it uh, say? Say, have, have
0: I have I told my my uh, Robert Plant story on on this podcast? No,
1: I don't think so. You need to tell it. Okay,
0: so I I had the opportunity a number of years ago to <laughs> uh, to right. to meet Robert right. Plant. And, uh, and have a a, a very long, wonderful couple hour conversation with him. And, and, uh, uh, at, at some point in the conversation, uh, it, it came out that I was a pastor and, and then we talked and talked and and we talked about what, what his beliefs were and everything. But at some point in the conversation, he, he felt it necessary for some reason to say, now, you know, all that devil in hell stuff was Jimmy, right? (laughs) <laughs> Jimmy Page. Uh, yeah.
1: That's right. How else can you write them riffs on a guitar unless you're possessed by the devil? It was yeah. It was great. Oh, he great. was a,
0: a very, very kind man. Very yeah. good man.
1: He was actually just in town recently, I guess him and uh, Well he and Allison are uh, doing, doing another,
0: another album. album. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. What a um, great rock boys. I'm uh so uh, we can close out with this. Have, have you? I know I've shown it to you guys, but it's been years ago. So there's a, a meme of Jesus knocking at the door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, he knocks at the door and somebody says, who is it? And he says, it's Jesus. And he goes, what do you want? He goes, let me in. Uh, why should I let you in? Uh, because of what I'm going to do to you if you don't. <laughs>
1: and that sums it up uh, right there yeah
2: that's a great <laughs> uh, that's a great name
0: thanks for joining us uh, you know join the conversation
2: give us some topics we need some topics
0: yeah yeah yeah. Instagram us message us on Instagram uh, Twitter we're, we're on Twitter and we have a website uh, that's questionable podcast and uh, you know we'd love to hear from you Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at that'squestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's question01 on Twitter. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the thought.